So I always say technology has to make it in the hands of the frontline workers. If it's not there, it doesn't matter. Like, what are we going to do with that information? How are we going to change the experience of the customer based on the data they are providing? Every guest is unique. How do you make sure that you basically cater to that unique request from that guest? Everybody wants to feel special. Nobody wants to be like, oh, you're just the average ordinary Joe. Like, we don't care about you. Today we're going to talk about the role of technology in business and kind of take it a little bit above just the systems, the benefits and the, the benefits that it offers to the, to the restaurant industry specifically. So right, we're honored to have uh, one of our board members here, Pankaj Patra. He's the current CIO of Brinker International, uh, has done amazing work at Brinker and has essentially built what we have built within Brinker for Brinker's use. So we're going to kind of go dive into the topic, uh, dig in why the technology and what, what business impact does it have uh, on the overall strategy of any restaurant. So Pankaj, welcome in. This is your first uh, time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's jump into the topics. Uh, give me your thoughts, ideas about um, technology in this space. Yeah, it's an interesting topic. And as we look at like the role of technology, uh, the wider view of it is much more than just building a system for a particular capability, right? Like so, for example, um, when you start looking at a system or a or you have a business problem and you're looking at a system or you're trying to build a capability, uh, the first thing you ask is, what is the problem? Like, what are we trying to solve, right? What is the business benefit of this, right? And and when you think about that, like technology doesn't have anything to do with that. Like that's just like getting a business case, which is. Uh, what are you trying to solve? What is the financial business case and all those things? So, so that's as a, if you look at like technology people, we think about like, hey, let's put a solve on this, or let's build a system to solve this. But like, that's probably a part of it. It's not the whole thing. So you start with the basically the business case or trying to solve a problem. Then you go and start looking at like, okay, you have to experience uh, the need for that capability. So for example, uh, we are in restaurant business. Before I do anything, I go talk to the team members, right? Or I talk to the operators if it isn't a problem which the operators are facing. And again, that does not have anything to do with technology, just understanding what their needs are. Then you go into like, okay, who are my stakeholders? So op operations may be the one who is requesting this particular thing or capability, but it may impact legal, it may impact accounting, it may impact marketing, it may impact uh, finance, it may impact everybody else within the organization. So how do you start like, okay, well, I'm trying to build this capability, but these are my 10 stakeholders within the organization and how is it going to impact them and what do I need to think about? Because if I solve the problem for a operations and I may break the, the thing which is working for the other constituents or stakeholders. So then you start getting into that process. And then you start looking at it like once you bring them and have give them a chance to give input to like what is needed, then you have a holistic view of this, right? And once you have a holistic view of like what we are trying to do, all the stakeholders are informed, then you start looking at like, okay, what are the systems out there which can solve that problem? Um, from our perspective, like we are not a build uh, shop, right? We don't try to build technology or systems. What we try to do is essentially go out in the marketplace and look for like, hey, if I have this particular challenge, 
uh, are there players, partners who, can, who have already solved it? And when I look at solve it, it's not just from like that particular problem, but how does it um, impact the whole ecosystem, right? Sure. How does it impact the whole uh, um, stack which I have? And if I find something great, like we start looking at it, we basically test it out. Um, but if we don't, do I need to stop? Yeah, and if we don't, then we start looking at like, do we need to build it? So it's like, that's where I feel like, hey, when we when people look at technologies, it's more about like just the systems, but it's way beyond than systems, right? So it's way, way beyond like just thinking about like, what is the solve? How do you bring this whole thing to life? Sure. Yeah, so that actually touches point on a great, uh, great topic because technology is just the enabler. It's there to achieve a purpose. Most people either don't pay attention to that or discount that or don't really fully, fully uh, explore the, the underlying problem. Right. So they're just adding these things in without any consideration. So I think maybe on your side, just because you have such a larger organization, you have to obviously take into account all of that. But um, I, I agree also on the marketing and IT that they have to be now really connected. Otherwise, it's going to be a big challenge for and, marketing teams. And how much for that matter, like not just IT and marketing, because there is there is a lot of discussion around IT and marketing. But I feel like, like they're like if you look at other uh, departments, like they have a very similar role to play, uh, like marketing with technology. Um, and every organization, uh, when they look at big or small, they may have fifty restaurants, hundred restaurants, two hundred, two fifty, twelve hundred, but the groups are the same. Like every everyone would have a marketing department, an operations department, an IT department. And the bigger challenge today is like technology, when we look at technology, we look at like, hey, it's an IT problem, right? I think it's way beyond an IT problem, Agreed, right? Yeah. Uh, and you must have heard me say this in other uh, discussions, like I'm a, like a firm believer that we should not be building technology for the sake of technology, right? Like somebody else can do that, do a better job. Our roles as CIOs, CTOs, or uh, being in technology is to uh, understand what problem we are trying to solve for our customers, right? Which is the business uh, parts. And then you start looking at like, okay, how do we solve it? And sure. this collaboration is really important uh, to, you, we have to foster the collaboration to be able to be successful because if you don't, then you're probably going to miss the mark in terms of what you're trying to build. Got you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, so even further down, I haven't seen anybody who takes the technology and says, look, like, yes, this has to solve a restaurant problem, but before it solves that problem, it has to solve my customer's problem. Because if you don't start with the customer, none of it matters. Because if you don't have any customers, why build it? Why have it? Why open a restaurant? Like, it all starts with the customer and it has to revolve around the customer. And in other topics, we'll talk about how it should make the life of the staff easier as well. But if it doesn't start with the customer, then it's already the wrong approach, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Again, like you have to like every business which is there, like they have to understand why they are existing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, your, what's your purpose? What why? is your purpose? Yeah, right? why like, are you here? If you don't know what your purpose is, like I think it's, it's going to be a hard sell. So once you understand your purpose and how do you... Uh, 
basically be hyper-focused, disciplined on achieving that purpose, right? And that's where like, you're right, like if in the restaurant business, like our main job is to be able to uh, bring customer or guests in and then provide them an experience uh, which they would remember, right? Sure. Uh, because everybody who walks into our restaurants, we don't know, they may have a, had a bad day outside or they are celebrating something or they just want to have some quiet time. There can be multiple reasons why they are visiting the restaurant. Our job is not to like, like we know that they're, they are there to be able to spend that 45 minutes with us and just forget about everything which is ha happening, right? It's like going into a uh, uh, chamber where they like they don't hear any outside noise, right? Yeah. They don't hear about, like think about any of the outside problems they are running into. They come in, they want to have an amazing um, uh, experience with uh, amazing food, drinks, um, and maybe watch a game, whatever they want to do. Sure. But like that's what our purpose is. Now, how do you enable it? Yeah. Then the question comes back, right? So if somebody is rushing through a lunch, um, chef and basically wanted to just grab a quick bite, have a couple of uh, uh, things and then basically on their way. Our job is to then think about like, how do I make that experience come to life, yeah. right? Um, like they want to come in, they want to check in uh, on their own to say like, hey, I want to sit in the bar, or I want to sit in like in a booth or whatever it is, sure. like I want to order on my own and then I want to pay and go, right? They are not looking for like that. They may not be looking for that heavy interaction with the team member at that time, because they have like a limited time before they go back to work or go on their way. But which is which is a completely different experience uh, exp experience expectation when somebody comes for dinner. Yeah. Right. Like they want to spend some time for the whether it's friend, family. They want to spend time. They want to talk to the team member and all those things. So at that time, you cannot make them feel rushed. Right. Yeah, exactly. What do you have? To, what do you have yeah. to understand is like, hey. They are there for a particular occasion and I have to basically then, it's basically turning the dials or turning the knobs or whatever it is yeah, to change the Just like experience. adjusting the music Absolutely. or the, the lights. You just adjust it for dinner, for lunch, etc. And the mood changes for the, for the experience. It has to match that experience. And if you think about the whole experience, the experience, like technology is a part of it, but technology is not the whole experience. It's an enabler. Yeah. It enables you to, it's a means to an end. I always tell everybody, even our customers, I'm like, look, even our company to you is a means to an end. We're here to, to do X, right? Correct. We're an enablement to you as an extension of your team member, as an extension of your restaurants, to allow you to do X, Y, and Z for your customer, because ultimately that's all that matters. Without that, Correct. we shouldn't even exist. Yeah, and, and for, for me, if I, like as a end user of some of the products which you guys have, or like a lot of players in the marketplace have, we have to understand that like the, the experience which we are trying to give is not a technology problem, right? Uh, again, as you said, it's technology is gonna enable a part of the experience or the, uh, several parts of the experience, but then you have to have the operational aspect to it, right? You have to have the marketing aspect to it. So there are a lot of different things which come together. It's I look at it like it's you have a set of Legos, like yeah. Lego pieces, different colors, right? The blues are IT, the yellows are operation, the greens are marketing. How do you put it together? And if you are able to put it together in in a way where it basically makes sense and appeals to the customer. You, you have won the customer, yeah, right? And, win. Yeah. and they are going to basically like next time they think about like, hey, I remember having an awesome experience at Chili's when I go for a for like lunch, as I said, right? And yeah. they are like, okay, let's go hit Chili's for lunch. Sure. 
So, and I think it's going to start, I think technology is going to start creating these massive dif differences and it's going to create, it's going to create such a differentiating factor among restaurants. So I was talking to somebody yesterday, I was having breakfast with him and he came up with this, like, I thought it was brilliant. And he's like, look, I'm in New York City. So people, the executives that come in for lunch, obviously they're high level executives. They're busy. They don't have time. They've got 45 minutes to an hour. They got to dine in, in, out, etc. They're spending maybe, you know, 75 bucks to 100 bucks each. So why not give them the ability to do the legwork before they come in? Like they could literally on their smartphone as they're taking the Uber down or whatever, just say, hey, I'm here, I'm coming in, I'm coming in for a meeting, I'll be there at 12.30, here's the food that I'm ordering, and then it sends a link to the other participant or guest, and they do the same thing, they just show up, and the moment they walk in, orders like fired, etc. So talk about elevating the experience. Right. And I think that's what technology can do, and that's what it should do, in order to get that customer to come back in more often. And as we always talk about is, frequency is, is a major problem in the restaurant industry. Like 70% of customers go to that restaurant just one time and they don't go back. Yeah, no, I, and, and you're right. Like even in that example, <clears throat> I'll take it in a step further than that, right? So so if you have a um, restaurant in New York, which is like, which caters to that demographic and they're busy, like, you know, their time is premium. They are coming, like they need to be able to set everything up before they come to the restaurant. Their food is ready as they come in or walk in. Uh, so we can like, so, and this is what I call like, uh, how do you bring the digital experience uh, and the physical experience together, together right? Yeah. So how do you take a, what they did in a digital world, which you can control because you don't have anybody else. You, it's either a smartphone or a tablet or uh, a web app, which is b basically catering to that, right? You don't have team members, you don't have a host or a cook and all those things. So that's the digital part of it. But that digital experience, you control it because you know you you manage it through a sure. uh, you technology. Build it, you manage but, it through the technology. But when you come into the restaurant, you have to take that digital experience and continue that experience into the physical world, which is Correct. the four walls of the restaurant. Yeah. So when you look at that example also, like whatever you gave them to be able to say that, hey, uh, just tell us what you need, like where you want to sit, like what kind of music you like and all those things to be able to cater it. Now you have to take that information and provide it to somebody in the restaurant unless you are basically automating that whole thing, sure. which I believe that, hey, part of it is can be automated. The whole thing cannot be automated. Sure. And we can talk for hours on that, right? Yeah. So when you think about that, like how do you take that digital experience and bring it to the physical world and let the team members or the operators know so then they don't feel like, hey, you told me that you can deliver on all these things. But when I walked into your restaurant, like none of those things worked. So now, is it a technology problem? Is it a operational problem? Is it a marketing problem? Yeah. It's it's a problem of the, like just basically thinking about the whole experience, right? Agreed. So technology can again enable a lot of things, but technology is probably a part of the whole thing, right? Yeah. And when people look at us like as technologists and they're like, hey, go solve this. I'm like, yeah, I can solve it, but I need to be able to partner with all the right uh, stakeholders to be able to bring this because if you're trying to think that okay there is a magic wand somewhere or there is a light switch somewhere which I can go and flip that's not going to happen right so that's where like we start thinking about some of these things um, so like how do you bring this whole thing beyond systems sure yeah and that brings up a good point because 
you've got so I always say <laughs> technology has to make it in the hands of the frontline workers if it's not there it doesn't matter so if you have a customer data platform but your hostess doesn't know the customer what oh, yeah. are you doing? Absolutely. Like, it's completely useless. Like if you don't if you don't have first of all, any data about the customer has to be actionable and then it has to be in the hands of the right individual operators, managers, even the hostess up front and the servers to know. So a perfect example I always bring up one of my favorite restaurants, I spend twice as much as their average, but they still make me wait in line for forty five minutes. I, I was there like two, three times. Every single time, it's like, hey, 45 minutes in line, even though they added my phone number to the waitlist app, the waitlist app is not, doesn't have any functionality to tell the host as, hey, this person is spending twice as much as our normal customer. Yeah. And, and actually, so the, the negative impact on that restaurant is, I'm not going back because I'm treated like everybody else and I have to wait 45 minutes in line when I can go three doors down to another restaurant that uses technology is in the hands of the frontline worker. Hostess adds me to the waitlist and is like, "Oh, I'm Hamed. You know, it's we have a one-hour wait, but considering you're a VIP, you spend twice as much as our average customer. Da da da. I'm gonna have you seated in five minutes, right?" And it's a classic. It's a classic problem, right? And um, I was uh, on a panel uh, probably two years back. Um, maybe two, two and a half years back. Um, and we were talking about data, right? Like the question I ask is like, um, so consumers, like we ask the question is like, are you willing to give the data? The question I would be asking is like, what am I going to do with the data? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like, again, like consumers, they, you have to give them a reason. Yeah. You have to give them a reason. And in a way where like, hey, I'm taking this information because I'm going to provide you an experience which like you don't have to do X, Y, Z next time when you come into yeah. the restaurant. So it's not about like, whether they want to share information or not. I think you have to give them a reason why they have to share the information. Absolutely, yeah. And once you do that, like I think we take a lot of information to be able to say like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Personalization, like no matter how like easy it may sound, right? Like I can talk about personalization. Sure. Am I able to do personalization to the way I want uh, it to happen? Probably not. And again, I think if we look at personalization as a marketing or an IT problem, I think we are basically like pigeonholing ourselves into a uh, very myopic vision of this whole thing, right? Sure. Uh, because you have team members who need to have that information, right? Because you have systems which need to start talking because if I gave you information on one system and you're not able to translate that or share that information with a different system, then you're basically disconnected, right? Absolutely. Like my table management system or which a host uses takes all my information, but my POS or my tablet doesn't know about it or handheld, whatever you want to call it, doesn't know about it. Like the host is not the one who is taking the order, right? Yes, yeah. Or uh, the food runner who is bringing out the food doesn't have that. So there are a lot of this discussion around like how to uh, like, are consumers comfortable to share their information and all those things. And I go back to the grassroots question again is like, why do, like, what are we going to do with that yeah. information? How are we going to change the experience of the customer based on the data they are providing? And if you are able to show them that path of like, hey, you gave me this, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to change your experience and deliver on it. Like not just talk about it, right? Sure. We yeah. can talk about it all day, but unless like, it has to be actionable. Correct. And if I'm able to show that, then then that changes it. So going back to your example, you are spending like uh, 
twice the uh, amount than a normal average customer spends in that restaurant. But nobody knows that. Correct. Right? Yeah. Hostess if, doesn't if, know that. The server doesn't. Correct. Well, the server sort than you because he sees me all the time. But that's not scalable. Correct. The right, the <clears throat> right information in the right uh, folks' hand is going to change it. So even if like the finance guys know, like, hey, I have a customer whose name is Hamad. He's spending like on an average two times of like uh, more than what a normal customer spends. But that information, like, what is the finance person going to do with that information? He's going to put it in a spreadsheet and say, like, hey, we need to bring Hamad back, so let me send an email. Or but discount, like, or, or discount or something, the brand, right? or, 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 yeah, I agree. But taking, taking beyond that to say, like, hey, if, if I have to make sure that every time Hamad comes into our restaurant, we have to make sure that he feels special. Yeah. Right? Like it's he, that feeling. I agree. Correct. It's that emotion that you want to feel. Everybody wants to feel special. Nobody wants to be like, oh, you're just the average ordinary Joe. Like, we don't correct. care about you. And then you basically take that information which the finance person has or the marketing person has and give it to operations. So next time Hamad walks in and he gives his phone number or and a different way to check in, they basically immediately know that Hamad is Absolutely. the lifetime value of Hamad is this. I'm going to basically take care of that and like just create that, right? Yeah. So again, goes back is like you would be more willing to share your data if you know that your experience is being uh, changed based on that, right? Yeah. Take the example of like airline industry and I take the exam simple example of like, hey, I have a priority lane because I fly on American line, Airlines so much, yeah. right? It's a great thing. Like I want to like, I always like travel for uh, work and I probably have like I need to find uh, space and I need to be able to um, do certain things. Sure. Right. I know the information I'm sharing with them is being used to change my experience. So I'm willing to give them the data. I come into a restaurant. If the restaurant doesn't know me, like I have been there five times or I've ordered from them, they don't value my data. So I'm not going to give it to them. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Like, by the way, this is not new. This is not brand new concepts. We weren't the ones who invented this whole thing, right? But you take hotels and airlines. Hotels clearly in hospitality still, they crush it. The moment you check in with the hostess, quote unquote, the, the front desk, like literally once you're like a gold platinum member, the whole thing changes, right? Correct. But in the restaurant, you walk in, you give your phone number to the hostess, nothing changes. It's like, right. oh, even though you may be spending a ton of money, you may be like a really highly valuable customer, you're still treated just like everyone else. And I think that's, that's where the difference is. And again, technology, technology going beyond just technology, it has to translate into these elevations of customer experiences, which then has you fly in American or staying at Marriott every time you go or dining at your favorite restaurant, one extra visit a year is gonna make a huge impact to the top line. Right. And if you don't do that, it's catastrophic on the opposite end because this customer that I, or this restaurant I'm going to, I feel like I'm not valued, that emotional connection is not there. What are they doing? They're sending all the customers who spend twice as much to their competitors. So now the competitor is crushing it, making them more profitable and then you're here, you're like, why am I wired the sales down? Why is my profitability down? It's like, well, because you send all of your VIP customers to your competitors because you treated them exactly the same, but your competitor took advantage of a technology piece and elevated that experience. So right. I think it's not new. I'm just 
I'm very surprised that restaurant industry hasn't really gotten that figured out and hasn't enabled their staff to take these extra measures, just like hotels, just like airlines. And it is difficult, right? Like I would not like- I don't think it's as difficult actually. Maybe at your scale it may be, but like, you know, for us, like that's common sense. Like when we started building, we built, we said, you know what, forget the restaurant owner, because if we can focus on the customer, elevate the customer experience, the restaurant owner is happy anyway. Oh, absolutely. So but I think, think the technology pieces are there. I just don't know if they're fully utilized or maybe the technology companies haven't really, like they're focusing on tech so much, going back to our original conversation, that they're forgetting the, the beyond technology. Correct, and, and you're right. Like, and again, I'm, I'm a big proponent of that is that like, this is something which we have to collectively think about solving, right? Technology alone cannot solve all this problem. But I think the other thing which you have to look at, like when you look at the airline industry or the hotel industry and look at the average tenure of the employees who are working, whether at the front desk or whether um, um, at the gate and all those things, it's different than what you have at a... Um, I agree. That's another can right? of worms that we have to open. And, but, but, but the point, the reason I bring that up is that you have to make it easy. You sure. have to make it easy. And like... How do you get this information? Because today, if you look at like, when we look at like restaurants and like, our job is right now, like how, how do we make sure that, hey, we have customers come in and they basically dine with us and leave, right? We have to go beyond like that, right? It's like, not transactional. It, it has to be beyond just a transaction. It has to be beyond a transaction, right? And to be able to think beyond a transaction, you have to think about like, okay, how do I change that? Um, and again, airlines, hotels, like uh, even some retailers, uh, more on the, not on like brick and mortar, because again, there are options and all those things, but like this whole idea of like, how do you hyper-personalize uh, the whole experience for a particular guest, right? Sure. Every guest is unique. How do you make sure that you basically cater to that unique request from that guest, right? And do it in such a way where like, all parts of your restaurant, whether it is digital, physical, the people working in the restaurant are working outside. Everybody knows like what their role is, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it's uh, when I say it's difficult, it's like one we don't think that way, right? I think I think that's the problem. But then <laughs> Honestly, there, and and the challenges are different for us, right? Like the so like if you prioritize some of these things, like hey. Retain, like when we went into COVID, like the question which we were asking is like, how do we stay viable? Sure. At that time, if you ask me about like, hey, personalize my experience, I was like, forget it. I got to get customers. Right. I agree. Like you can't, challenges can't are be, you, you have to be proactive, not passive. You can't be a firefighter constantly doing that. And at those times, it's not the right time to do that. But when times are good, then you need to actually focus. That's the time you need to double down. Yeah, somebody, uh, this is so interesting. Somebody mentioned this about how do you fireproof rather than firefight? Yeah, 100%. Right? So. But this whole mentality of fireproof is not easy, right? Yeah. Um, and again, I think it's a collaboration of technology companies and correct. industry leaders, correct. thought leaders, visionaries in the correct. restaurant space that really believe in that hospitality and are willing to do whatever it takes to deliver it. But every, every group, every, so, so just to add to that, like every department, every group, which has a stake in that has, has to, to think, be involved. Has to be involved. Yeah, has it's to operation, marketing, IT, 
I mean, even the store staff, yeah, everybody has to be involved. And I think at that stage, customers will provide that data. Right. Because if I can give you my data and you have access to my data, use that to elevate my experience so I don't have to wait 45 minutes in line to get a table, or I can priority pass and go right into the uh, uh, airline group number one, then everybody will want to do that. Everyone wants to feel special. You just have to enable that. We so. have to enable that. And I think, again, like I think we have to think about as we put systems together, like how do we do that? And I think technology plays a critical role in that. But um, again, uh, it goes beyond technology. Sure, absolutely. Well, that's amazing. Uh, I'm very passionate on this topic, so thanks for bringing this up. I enjoyed the conversation. Stay tuned for our future uh, episodes, and uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, thanks. <laughs>